WCW presents Slamboree 1995, a Legends Reunion. Welcome everyone to Squared Circle Rewind episode 86. I'm Jesse, joined by Dave and Ben. Unfortunately. And Dave. For, for me joining or for you? <laughs> I think it's an argument. Like, we, we, can we argue have that. to be here for this. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, it is, what is it, May 13th today? Yep. May day. 13th. For another couple hours. For another couple of hours, we're going to review a really crappy pay-per-view. I mean, it's traditional. It's WCW. It, yes, it is WCW. So this, this is tradition. And what we also do as tradition, we start off with some body slam. But this week's going to be a little bit different. We're going to do a beneficial body slam. Oh! Yeah. Wait, remember that conversation we were having before we started going on air that you were sitting right here for? That I wasn't paying attention <laughs> for? <laughs> yes. Not that no. would be the conversation. Yes. It's time for a special presentation of Beneficial Body Slam with Dave and Ben. I feel like the song should be part of like Desperado Antonio Banderas coming in with her. <laughs> or with, Puss in Boots. Yeah, that's Which is well, still Antonio. Antonio Banderas. Alright, so welcome Body Slammers. This is not going to be a fun one. Um, this past Saturday night in, I believe it was London, England. Silver King was in the middle of a match. He went for a jumping clothesline, hit it. However, it's been reported to be a heart attack. It's been reported to be a lot of different things that happened after the clothesline. However, once he hit the clothesline, he just laid motionless for about 20 to 30 seconds. And he started to get up and then he collapsed again. And it went on for about three or four minutes before he actually got help. But unfortunately... He passed away in the ring on Saturday night. That's Silver King, who Jesse is not really familiar with. I have no clue who so this guy is. So me and Ben is. will fill you in. It's Silver... still sad. Condolences to his family, but I'm going to stay out of it because I don't know who he is. Silver Just... King was very, very fundamental in the WCW Cruiserweight division. Eric Bischoff goes on, on Twitter and says that he was the heaviest of the Cruiserweights, but he played a huge role in it because even though he was heavier... He can move just as much as well and as fast as Mysterio Jr. and Juventud and all them. That's where I know him from. I guess, Jesse, you'll be seeing his stuff pretty soon. That's why we're reviewing so, these things. Yeah. I'm learning. Uh, but on that, that's all I have to say is, unfortunately, he passed away Saturday in the ring. How old was he? 51 years old. Wow. So it, it yeah. comes to the point where it's like people are saying that his age may have contributed to it. Re- regardless of the fact, you know, it's sad. That he passed away in the ring, although it's kind of reassuring that he passed away doing what he loves, in a way. But I send him all my condolences, my respects to his family, and to all the people that had to have the unfortunate experience of watching it live and not know what's going on. Because there was a traditional, like, this is boring chant until they started realizing, oh, this is serious. So, rest in peace, Silver King. Ben, I understand you have some facts. I do, and um, the only memories that I really have of Silver King are from WCW, either Nitro, Saturday Night, and Thunder, when he would be on kind of the opening matches of the show. 
And it would be, like Dave said, against the Cruiserweights. Like, you'd have Juventud Guerrera, El Dandy, uh, Rey Mysterio, and, you know, the other uh, Cruiserweights that uh, help uh, shape the division. But uh, Silver King, I have a little bit of a bio here on him. Uh, Cesar Gonzalez Baron was born on January 9th, 1968 in Torreon, Cojila, Mexico. I think I'm saying that right. Forgive me if I'm not. Uh, his father was also a luchador going by the name of Dr. Wagner. Uh, Baron would go by many rig names throughout his storied career, including Black Tiger, the third rendition of Black Tiger, uh, El Invasor, um, El Bronco, Silver Cane, El Hermano de Dr. Wagner Jr., and most notably, Silver King. Um, Gonzalez Baron was actually cast as the villain in Nacho Libre as the gold mask and gold outfit wearing Remesis. I never saw that movie either, so I'm just right on I actually do remember. I didn't know it was Silver King, though. <laughs> I saw Ready to Rumble, You've never seen Nacho! No, I saw Ready to Rumble. The King. That's Jimmy King. Yeah, nobody's the king. <sighs> <laughs> But yeah, I had no idea that was Silver King in that in that movie. I've just so found it out yesterday. I was just actually. like, oh wow. So um, Silver King uh, would win several championships in Mexico and Japan, most notably in the junior heavyweight and tag team divisions. Uh, more notable title wins would include the World Junior Heavyweight Championship in All Japan Pro Wrestling, CMLL CMLL World Heavyweight Champion one time. A multiple-time tag team champion with uh, Tejano in wrestling promotions such as World Wrestling Association, Universal Wrestling Association, IWA, which is in Japan, and CMLL. Uh, most definitely a long-storied and successful career, a great contribution to the industry, especially in the junior heavyweight and cruiserweight division, and will be missed for sure. Uh, thoughts and wishes go out to his family during this difficult time. And uh, Silver King, wherever you are, on behalf of us here at Squared Circle Rewind, muchos gracias and may you rest in peace, amigo. Very well said. Very well said. And I guess we'll go to some other bad <laughs> topics. Yes, we will or, or carry topic. this on with, uh, with Lars Sullivan, who has... Oh, sorry. <laughs> now we're going, to, we're going to Body Slam. Body right? Slam! <laughs> Shut up, Dave. Body slam. <laughs> here's Dave. Here's Dave, everybody. It's Dave, everybody. Here's Dave. All right, Dave, what you got, Dave? Welcome back, Body Slammers. <laughs> um, <laughs> on this, commercial break there. On the second half of Body Slam, without beneficial facts, I guess that's one of the... Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. We're going to talk about Lars Sullivan, who has made headlines from... T- uh, not tweets, sorry. From comments he made on a bodybuilding forum in 2013 that were highly controversial, that uh, included racism, homophobia, discrimination, and furthermore, other stuff that he's been labeled as stuff that we're not going to repeat. Very inappropriate. They're bad comments. You, if you want to do a search, you can find it online. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Um, I think we just want to talk about. Why WWE hasn't done anything about it? It's been That's a, what's curious to where's me. Where's the line? You know? Yeah. And why we've, is he getting a pass on this? We've seen Cedric Alexander go through this. He uh, was seen to have said some tweets many, many years ago. However, it was just brought to attention and then moved on. 
then we had the Enzo Amore situation come up he where, he, where he got fired because he, he didn't let WWE know about the police investigation that was going on, allegedly. Then we had Hogan, who was legitimately banned, removed from any opening Pretty videos. much set on fire. He was basically removed from WWE. He was even moved from the Hall of Fame. Here's, okay, here's the thing. So, so the comments that Hogan made were from 2007. Correct. Was not under the employ of WWE. Negative. Came out many years later. It's easier to scrub Hogan from your history. It, it, a, a tech guy it takes him half a day to go through the videos you're currently using, take him out of the video packages, scrub him from your website and the Hall of Fame thing, take it out, and you're done. And it because he's not under your employ, there's no there's no ba- like it's easy. It's easy to say no, we're not going to deal with him because he's not under your employ. Well, now Lars Sullivan's an employee. If you if you fire him, I don't, like there might be something in his contract. There might be not. I'm not sure, but maybe there's recourse or something. I'm not. I don't know. It's just curious to me that they took this hard stance with Hope with Hogan, but they don't want to take the hard stance with Lars. Well, and rumor has it that yeah. Vince is waiting until more sponsorships speak up, and I'm like, well, why That's, wait? Why, why risk them? So That's like, a terrible then, way to approach that. Like, the thing is, though, so to play devil's advocate, right? Which you know, do all the time and I hate you for it. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm on your guys' side. It, I think, to be honest, he should be fired. If At least suspended. Yeah, like there has to be punishment for, for what he said. You're working in a company with a lot of minorities. Like, you, do people want to... And he's in a fucking storyline with our truth <laughs> Like... Shit. Devil's advocate, though. I know he his real name was used on the form. What if he was hacked? But then why would he apologize? Just to get it out of the way? Yeah, he, apologized. He, he Apparently he went on record and apologized to Kofi and Biggie and numerous others. But there is, you know, there's always that Hogan apologized right at the beginning, too, and he still got banned. He sure did. It's just, it's interesting that they... First off, I think... I think Braun Strowman's a better big monster guy than Lars Sullivan is. He's more interesting. So I don't understand why you need two of them. That's me. I don't find his character interesting at all. And I think with this stuff, it's an easy thing to get rid of. I don't know. Yeah, I I personally have never been a fan of Lars anyway. To wait for sponsorships to be like, hey, you can't have that guy on there. It makes you look weak. Like, wouldn't it be better if you got out ahead of it? Well, like, for example, like... Vince suspended Titus O'Neil for going for a hug for 90 days. Yeah. But Lars is... That's what I mean. Where's the line going? What's going on? There is no line. That's the thing. This is like like the NFL guys getting suspended. It makes no fucking sense. There's a roulette wheel. Come and spin it. Oh, shit. You landed on no suspension. You're good. See you later. Seems that way. You know? Spin the wheel. Oh, you got four games. Oh, I took care of football. Four games. Okay, that makes sense. Not... (laughs) Fucking shit. So if you had control, Jesse, what would you do in this situation? If it was... It, and here's the thing. If it's proven to be him, and he's admitted to it, you gotta, you have to suspend him. I would suspend him for 120 days. If he came forward and apologized and took like, ownership like for it, then suspension. Yep. If they had found out... Which Dave just said he yeah, did. Yes. And had he not, if they found out without him kind of coming forward... Then yeah. definitely terminated. The other thing too with Hogan's racist comments, 
he's more high profile. He's got a little more pull than Lars it's, Sullivan. It's a bigger deal that he was like that. Lars Sullivan, I hate to say it, is a nobody outside of the wrestling world. He is. He, but he's definitely not on Hogan's scale. No. Hogan says that. It's like, holy fuck. The biggest star in the history of the goddamn business next to Stone Cold Steve Austin just went and did something real bad. We need to do something to take a stand. Amplify. Him. Yeah. Lars Sullivan, they're probably like, meh. It'll go away. apologize. It'll go away. It'll go away. I honestly think it's going to go away. Just like the whole page thing went away. And that's not the same. The, but the, the sex tape was a big fucking deal. And what, within three weeks, nobody talked about it anymore? It's a running joke amongst, but I think it's going to go away the less people talk about it. But he we want to bring it up because it's he just should, interesting. I, I think he should still be suspended, though. You know, if if only to prove to the minorities in your locker room that you're willing to take a hard stand against racism. Well, when we saw how the New Day accepted Hogan's apology, but they By didn't not really, accepting like, it. I, yeah, so yeah, they didn't they did accept not, it. No, they didn't accept it, and you saw the which whole is thing their right. They're, that they're, that's their right. They don't Especially with what's going on currently in the world right now. Yeah, like it's just to make those comments is extremely <clears throat> just juvenile and just unethical and. Really, there's no reason for it. But, but Jesse, there, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, um, go down the rabbit hole here because he was recorded without his knowledge, Hogan, which is illegal, and sold to, it was sold to Gawker or whatever, which he sued, got money for, yeah. right? Like, it was awful what he said. He never should have said it, but he was still like, like they obtained that illegally. Like two wrongs don't make a right here, guys. Makes a left. Yeah. There you go. Okay, Jesse, what? Well, you want to talk about something? Oh, the I'm wild card. I'm giving you the floor. The wild card My rule. segment. This is the dumbest <laughs> shit that I have ever seen. The wild card rule. First off, I am very much a man. Jesse's triggered! Who's triggered? I usually don't condone violence on my segment, but go ahead. I crave continuity. It needs to make sense. I will, I will willingly look past some shit... If it, you can kind of squint and be like, okay, I see kind of what they're doing here. They're advancing the story. There's continuity. There's no continuity to this. This is fucking retarded. It's awful. I think what you're trying to say is you're watching Game of Thrones right now. I am. So Season you, two. You like. Oh, shit. You like storyline. You do. like continuity. Yes. So when you watch the TV, you're being disrespected. Because they're like, we're not going to give you any storylines that make any sense. So you crave storylines that are in depth. I'm, I'm disrespected in the way that I don't think they have the forethought to think ahead of time. Well, they used to be able to plan it backwards. They make a decision, and then next week they're like, oh shit, we can't do that decision. Now, I want to bring up that Roman Reigns goes to SmackDown, mm. and it comes back to Raw. And everyone's mm. like, what the fuck are they doing? It's Roman Reigns went to SmackDown because they're going to Fox. And Roman Reigns is known as the star, right? He's 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 the new John Cena. He's the guy, right? He's the guy. He's the big he's dog, the right? He's the guy dog. He goes to he goes to <laughs> he goes to SmackDown, and USA's like, "The fuck are you doing, Vince? Um, we also paid you close to a billion dollars for ten years for Raw, and you took the biggest star and moved him to SmackDown. We want him too. So now." Vince is like, oh crap, 
it's on two different networks. It's like he forgot it's going to be on two different networks, and he's got to appease both of them because they both paid him a shit ton of money to have his shows on there, and he has to have stars on each show. That's why this wild card rule is coming to effect, but it makes no sense. My my feeling is, get rid of this fucking brand split. You got to trim your roster. Sad to say, a lot of guys would lose their jobs, but. There's more opportunities now out there. There's All Elite, there's Ring of Honor, there's New Japan, there's PWG. There's a ton of shit out there that these guys can go work at. And it, they can move some guys to NXT, back down to NXT. They can move some guys to NXT UK. Like they can move guys around. Merge the titles, except the US and IC. You keep those two separate, but you've got one heavyweight, you got one tag, one women's tag, um, which you already have, and then one women's title. And then you have the stars on each show, and that way you make your... Your guy's happy. What do you guys think about that? Do we know... They still have the TV shows like Main Event and those type of shows, correct? Yeah. Yep. What you could do is maybe... Hmm, I'm trying to figure out a way because I think that they want to keep the brand split. But well, what's the time, point of a brand split if you've got a wild card rule? What's well, the point of that? And what's the point of having a brand split if it's going to cause uh, hostility between two of your networks? Yeah. Like, what are you going to do then? If and Fox you have- says, you know what? We want Ronda Rousey on Raw. Or, sorry, SmackDown Live. And you guys say, it goes, no. She debuted on Raw. She's been consistently on Raw. Yeah. We want to keep her. Now what do you do? So now she's got to be on both shows. So why have a Raw split, right? So it's like, at the end of like, no matter how much we, we, we like the brand split... I like the fact that there's two world titles, so it gives people more work. But at the same See, time, see, I don't like the fact there's two world titles because one always gets demeaned. well, especially when one's called the Universal and one's called the WWE World. No, I think the Universal should... title is such a freaking hokey name. I've, it's I've hated it since. Day if you want to keep two titles, like keep IC on Raw, keep US on SmackDown, and that's like that brand's champion. Yeah, that's the stepping stone, right? But there should only be one world champion. In my opinion. There should only be one woman's champion. But in retrospect, I do feel sorry for the person who's a champion has to travel both shows, house shows, and pay-per-views. Yep. That would suck. Yep. That's the reason why I think that they do the, the two world titles. For sure. Is, is for sure. Tours. I'm just... But for, from continuity standpoint now, the wild card, like, what was the point of Roman Reigns showing up on Raw for? What was the purpose? To get beat by Shane <clears throat> and Elias, who were also on SmackDown. Yeah. Why were Shane and Elias there? <laughs> Well, by the way, they set the wild card rules for three people. We had Shane, we had Miz, we had Kofi, we had Daniel Bryan, and we had Reigns. That's five people from SmackDown. Plus Live. the Usos. Plus the Usos. Who? No, no, Usos were drafted to uh, or sent to Raw. Oh, sorry, I'm, th- yeah. I'm thinking the Usos to SmackDown. Yeah. SmackDown also they had, about, about, on, on the Us- had about SmackDown. five or six guys, but they only count tag teams as one guy. It's confusing. It's confusing. I, I, I don't know. I hate it. I hate this rule. I hate it. So dumb. <laughs> like, there's so many different ways that they could have went and, like, did it. Where it's Well, like, here's the thing. Think! Hmm. Why are you doing a superstar shakeup? Why not wait until closer to Fox debut? And then you could talk to USA. Make that your premier show. Well, you do it before, and then you, you unveil the new roster, right? But, like, why wouldn't you talk to USA and be like, hey, we're going to be moving Roman Reigns to SmackDown, but don't worry. Rousey's coming back, and she's going to be the main star on Raw. And then USA would be like, okay, it sucks to lose Reigns, but Rousey's a big name. That's good. Let's keep that. And, and we'll have Lesnar still, too. Yeah. Like, where where was... The problem is, there was no thought. 
they they just did it, and they're like, oh crap, we messed up. We need to undo it. Just like the superstar shakeup, and they broke up couples. And they're like, oh crap, Charlotte actually likes Andrade. Let's get them back together. Oh, that's good. Good for you guys. And then they moved out of Black and realized, oh wait, he's married to Selena Vega. Oh, okay, so I guess we're gonna move <laughs> him back. That's that's great. And then amongst all the other issues we have with the Superstar Shaker, we had the Viking Raiders go through like three name changes. And it's now just... and now their famous move is the, which used to be called the Thor's Hammer is now called the Viking Experience, which still sounds like a bad. They still have that name position. in there, huh? Yeah, the Viking Experience is still the, the is now their finisher name. I don't, sounds I don't, like a porn. Yep. I don't know. Like I don't know if, if Vince McMahon is still the guy at the top that oh. everything runs through. I'm assuming he is. I'm getting really tired. I feel like I feel like he's 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 losing. He's getting old and he's losing it. Well, he's also focused on SFL, XFL right now too. So then go away. Let Triple H take over, or let your daughter take over. He to me he doesn't have it anymore, and I think he he. I think he, honest to God, forgets what the fuck he did the day before because he's old, and that's what you do. And he gets up the next morning and be like, oh, why do we put Roman Reigns on SmackDown? God damn, pal. God damn. There's also the chance he's burnt out. Yeah. So he's just like, whatever, guys. I got to worry about the XFL coming really yeah. soon. And you know what? Most of the things he's done since it became a public, publicly traded company, like he's a billionaire. Like he's, he's successful. He might be thinking, like, it doesn't fucking matter. I'm still going to make money. Yes, but if you shit on people enough, they're going to turn away. Especially if All Elite turns into what we think it's going to turn into. Well, there's that rumor of All Elite <clears throat> Wrestling announcing something very big on Wednesday. So, I don't know. Just I just wanted to say, I think that like last week we talked about the wild card rule because they just announced it and we were all confused. And after a week, it's the dumbest thing. It's It makes no sense. Um, it's like the Raw Super Show again. Here's another thing um, with, with the Superstar Shake-Up. Do you guys feel like you're Team Raw or Team SmackDown? I'm Team NXT. That's not what I asked. I'm neither. Yep. I'm NXT. Yep. Same. We're both idiots, but we're proud idiots. (laughs) We all love NXT, but if it, like, do you feel like you, like, are you holding a gun in my head right now? Sorry? Is there a gun in my head? No. I have to answer the question? Yes. Oh, there's a. SmackDown. Okay. I would say, you're not going to like this really Because it's only two hours. Well,. Well, and Kofi, I can only handle that crap for two hours. Kofi mentioned on Twitter that he would be okay with Smith and Line going to three hours when they go to Fox. That is up for discussion now. But you're not going to like my explanation for why I like Smith and Line. When I think of Monday Night Raw, I look at the colors. Black and red. I don't get excited for black and red. When I see blue and white, it's like a happy feeling. Which is a psychological thing. And I've always liked SmackDown because when you, I think of SmackDown in the past, I think of Kurt Angle. I don't think that's a stupid Broadway. explanation. Yeah, it's just that's my, my opinion. Is And also Raw is three... Hours. What about the roster? I like SmackDown is better. Well, not so much now because the Usos are now on Raw, and I love the Usos. But I think when the Usos left, the SmackDown tape division went. See, but the, I think when they did the the brand split, they were hoping for people to be like when I when I mentioned that they were hoping people to say Raw, their team Raw, or team SmackDown. And people were off, off people were saying, people were saying SmackDown Live because the ratings were going up. But well, you guys said down. NXT. Yep. And this plays into my theory that they need to get rid of the oh, brand. We just fed into Jesse's plan. Well, because this is why they need to get rid of the brand split because it doesn't it doesn't work anymore. It's not feasible anymore. It worked in the past. It, it's not feasible well, now, especially also, on two different networks. 
I understand the need to get your stars on both shows. You need to make Fox happy. You need to make USA happy. That's what needs to happen. I get it. So why split your roster? Unless unless you could do like a hybrid where where the champions are the only ones that go on both shows. But then you're kind of hoarding your championships to your stars and you don't get well, any up and coming guys. Becky Lynch, I hate to say it. I'm getting kind of bored of her. Whoa! Because she's the man. Uh, Becky two belts. I mean, he's not wrong because here. she has both the titles, so she's involved now in all what? the women's storylines. Yeah, but yeah. now what? So now we're we're being forced. Becky now Lynch what? Every week. Yeah, that's true. So that's why I'm saying having one champion, the, the champion might get people might get bored of him quick. That's true. Well, she like, like all of her promo, all of her promos people have been pretty much. People did not get bored of Lesnar because he he. They got bored of Lesnar because they never saw him. Okay, that, there's a difference. But I mean, all of Becky Becky's promos since getting the now she's Becky two titles, nah. two belts. Becky two, two belts. Two, sorry, B2B. Becky two belts. They've pretty much been. I really can't really tell much of a difference between all of them. Yeah, I think she's dropping one of them on Sunday. I, I hope Lacey Evans takes it. I don't. Well, that's another thing too. I mean, you, you have. Name. I know. Support family. But you have Becky win both titles, and now you're putting in, like, no offense to Lacey Evans, but she's not Ronda Rousey or Charlotte. That, and you, so, I mean, you're kind of watering down that whole, her winning both titles. Her first, Lacey Evans' first match on the main roster is going to be at Money in the Bank. Yeah. And she's going to win a title. Um, actually, it. yeah. I know Paige did it. I, I actually think she will. <laughs> I, I think she's gonna take it. That's why. Like I'm just like, okay, your first match you're gonna win a title. Like that's said that not it's not that she doesn't deserve it. Every everybody that made it to that level deserves the success they get, for sure. My thing is you now your expectations go from nobody can see, but like low. Now you're ramped up really high from your first fucking match. That's not many people can handle that kind of success. That's what worries me. Didn't she have a match on Raw? Nothing I've seen. Well, that doesn't. Well, is, but is she having a match? It's now, really tonight. Well, Le- Lacey know. Evans. It's really irrelevant at that point. Oh, because no, that was in the Rumble that I saw her fighting in Natalia. That was in the Rumble match. That was in the Rumble match. Yeah. But her first singles match on Raw is. Cool. But if you follow her on NXT, you know she can go. I know she can go, but it's it's the perceived that now she's on the main roster and her first match she wins the title. That's a lot of expectation. That's all I'm saying. Also, if if Charlotte wins, Becky goes to Raw, and she's dating Seth Rollins, who we we just established that they want to keep the couples together. Just saying. Hmm. Love triumphs all, guys. <laughs> That's how I'm gonna end it. That's this it. has been the longest body slam. We haven't even done beneficial. Uh, do you got any beneficial facts for the extra paper? See, yep. we got we got standalone beneficial facts too. <laughs> it's now time for your beneficial facts. Oh boy, this is a terrible paper. <laughs> <laughs> After all that talk, now we're getting to the main event, which is not a good main event. So Slambury 95 took place on May 21st, 1995 at the Bayfront Arena in St. Petersburg, Florida, in front of a subtle crowd of 
7,000 fans who all came to see if the man with no name would have a new name. They would all be let down. They would all be let down very sadly. Unless, Thanks, Butcher. We're confused. Unless they looked at his tights. Yeah. Uh, commentary is done by Bobby the Brain Heenan and Eric Bischoff. Uh, Tony Schiavone, conspicuous by his absence, uh, would miss the show as he was taking some time off to undergo and recover from neck surgery. Uh, Wahoo McDaniel, Angelo Poffo, Terry Funk, Antonio Inoki, Dusty Rhodes. Gordon Solly and Big John Studd were all inducted into the WCW Hall of Fame during the show. Can can I give some thoughts on the Hall of Fame? Sure. Okay. Um, Cody Rhodes was out with Dusty. Yeah. Which was pretty cool yeah, to yeah, see yeah. to see his son at 11 years old, I think he said think he was so, at yeah. the time. Um, and Gordon Solly's one was a surprise. He didn't expect it. Dusty, at the end of his speech, was like, oh, we got one more to go. And Gord- you could tell that Gordon Solly was choked up and like for the first time in his history he didn't know what to say and it was actually a really good moment really yeah. well done uh what else i what also i liked about that hall of fame it didn't take five fucking hours like the wwe one it took 20 minutes so that was nice <laughs> did they have any like speeches yeah like, like, I, I was yeah them? they said go okay. up and say 20 words that's all you get fuck <laughs> you and get out of the stage i am very <laughs> terry <laughs> fuck <laughs> I am. <laughs> God damn it. I can't get past 10. Um, one uh, one fact, interestingly enough, it would actually be John's. Did I say Big John's? Yeah, I yes, said you Big did. John. Yep. Um, John Studd's younger son, uh, John Mitten Jr., who would receive both WCW and WWE Hall of Fame inductions on behalf of his father. And Studd had passed away two months previous yeah. to, to this event. So it was. It was Quite fresh for everybody. Uh, Slambury95 would do a pay-per-view buy rate of 0.57. I'm surprised Whoa. it's that high. Endgame. I see this as a win. <laughs> <laughs> there were four Whoa. There were four main oh event matches the pre-show. The main what? event is oh, called that's the right. pre-show. Sorry. Yeah. Always through. confuses me. We I'm not going through this. through this with you again every show. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, the Blue Bloods of Lord Stephen Regal and Earl Robert Eaton defeated Los Espial... <laughs> Espial... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I actually worked on saying this correctly. Now you're joking. Dude. Uh, Los Espialista, one and two in one minute and 22 seconds. Took me just as long just to pronounce that name. Uh, Steve Austin defeated Eddie Jackie in one minute. Can we see Austin on the freaking main show? No, no, you can't. He's destroyed people. Jesus. In, w- in a WCW US Championship tournament match, Ming defeated Flying Brian Pillman. Following this match... Road Warrior Hawk would confront Ming, Why? and this would lead to a showdown between the two later on in the evening. United States tournament match. Is, is that because Dustin Rhodes was he was the champion, right? Yep. So he got fired. Yep. Okay. There where's we go. Where's Animal? Japan. Okay. Teaming with uh, Kenzuki Sasaki at this time. Okay, because so I'm like, why is Hawk saying I'm going to attack Ming? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got a problem with Ming. <laughs> Uh, Sergeant Craig Pittman defeated Mark Starr in God, two minutes and two seconds. He's a sergeant, though. And, uh, oh, thank God. And these have been your beneficial facts. That's, uh, that's the best factor. These are done. <laughs> there we go. That's our longest intro ever. <laughs>
opening match of the evening. We got the Nasty Boys versus Harlem Heat. Or Nasty Boy. <laughs> yes, yes. It starts with just a single singular. Uh, for the WCW Tag Team titles, the Har- Harlem Heat is the champion going in. And the Nasty Boys win by pinfall at 10 minutes and 52 seconds. Dave. Now, before you start, Dave, do you know why there's only one Nasty Boy in this match? Because uh, Brian is injured. Okay. During the pre-show on main event, the Blue Bloods attacked Brian Nobbs and Jerry Sags by the entryway prior to the Blue Bloods match with Los Espialistas. <laughs> of and course you have Brian to say Nobbs, thus, thus making the Nasty Boys shorthanded in their match against Harlem Heat. Go. And that would make sense as to why they come out at the end. There we go. Okay. Who would have thought I had some useful information so, I would help you? Beautiful sell by Booker T on the clothesline by Sags. Uh, right from the get-go, it was like Sags was playing the smart guy where he's like, I'm going to get the head start here and just go like at it hard and fast. So I like that. But then at the same time, I was kind of getting bored towards the, like I guess you can say, like five minutes in or four minutes in when Harlem Heat started getting the upper hand. Because I'm just like, there's so many different ways that they could have made this match quicker. Where, you know, Harlem Heat could have got a count-out victory. Have like just him suplex, double suplex inside the ring, count to ten, like... Why would Harlem Heat struggle with one person? It was, it was frustrating me. I'm like, you guys are big guys, and you're struggling with one person. But then it's, it, it made sense later on because Brian Nobbs comes out. He's the hero. I was like, okay, it all makes sense. And then, um, but then, <laughs> and then Stephen Ray is like, I'm Stephen? gonna Stephen Stephen Ray. I'm gonna go and uh, I'm gonna fr- what? Uh, shut what? up, Savage. What? But he does something bad, he's Steven Ray. Steven. But when he does something good, he's Stevie. Stevie. You gotcha. pick it up. Okay. So Steven Ray goes to the second turnbuckle, jumps off, lands on his feet, and then takes okay. two him. steps, and lifts a leg okay, off. the fuck was what that? The... Okay. Are you going to defend Steven no, Ray? No, no, no. Oh. I, no word of a lie, What's was like, did he land? <laughs> that, like, or were my eyes deceiving me? Because I couldn't. No, I was like, I'm weren't. not gonna rewind it because I don't want to watch the last ten seconds again. That's stupid. He's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> okay, you guys remember Mad Mikey Crash Holly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember how he used to climb to the top rope and then jump and miss the guy and get frustrated and then chase the guy and try to hit it again? It was funny because that was Mad Mikey. When I see Stephen Ray do it, Stephen Ray, fuck. what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> You are tall as fuck. You can jump the whole way there. It's like I think he's like in the mid-air. He's like, at this moment, I fucked up. And he lands on his feet. You may ask like how that. I got here. <laughs> um, I, I really loved the ovation that Nobbs got. Yeah. When he came out, the fans went nuts. The crowd was into and this entire match. That, that's what got me into the match was, oh, yeah. But can we have a match where Sensational Sherry does not get involved? <laughs> Nope, she's got to take bumps in every fucking match they have. Dude, the, the, the bump that she took from over the top rope to Stephen Ray, I'm going to say his name again because he fucked up again. He didn't even catch her. She was a concrete. She does not like she concrete. Almost, she almost uh, smashed her head on the guard. Yeah, the last match before this, Sags, once again, pushes her and she hits her head in the freaking concrete. In the, that like street fight match they had. That's right, that's right. This match, he's like, you know what? I'm going to do one better. I'm going to throw you... <laughs> In Let, the air, let's so up can the hit your head. Let's up the ante here. So Stephen Ray botches a second turnbuckle drop kick, or uh, sorry, light drop. It looked like he was going for a drop kick too halfway through, and then Stephen Maybe Ray can't catch it. Maybe he was going for a, uh, a drop kick, and he's like, "Oh shit, he's on the ground. <laughs> this thing could work." 
It's like a video game glitch that you hate where they spin yeah. them in air. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. This ain't gonna work. Um, at the end of the match, I realized, you know what? I probably would watch this again. Oh, I wouldn't watch it again. No, I wouldn't. No. It wasn't that good. Ben, what are your well, okay. thoughts? I had a good thing going there. And, we just... and you both just like, nope. I had a good thing going until you interrupted me about the wild card thing and the... No, you... In... When I look at you, it means you interrupted me. <laughs> I thought it was like a pass along thing. Oh. Like you didn't look at me. Game from of your telephone. Looking... <laughs> this has been another edition of Dave's a Bitch! Brought to you by Dave Being a Bitch! That actually was worthwhile. I was actually defending myself. Alright, Ben, what are your thoughts? So, what was really awesome was Booker T missing an elbow and then doing the spinneroni, springing <laughs> up and then kicking him in the face. That was freaking awesome. That was pretty awesome. That was freaking awesome. <laughs> that was that was my favorite part of the match. Um, Sags actually punches Sherry in the face. I kind of shocked me when he did. I'm like, whoa, whoa! I know this is wrestling, but oh, we're really going there, huh? Yeah, yeah. Nine, did you see that he, when they were on the outside? There was this really big guy sitting in the front row with a, a white like a wife beater on. He had like long shaggy hair. When they were both outside, he was getting up and he looked like he was trying to like puff out his chest and want to throw down with somebody. I think he was actually wanting to throw down with Jerry Sags. Oh, really? I think that actually pissed him off. Oh. I could be I could be wrong, but I'm like, I think this guy actually wants to throw. Huh. He was a big enough dude, too. He probably could have. Crazies in St. Petersburg. Um, but, okay. Um, that's where it is, isn't it? St. Petersburg? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's why I said so crazies in St. Petersburg. Well, what's yeah, happening I don't know. Here? I don't know where my mind this was. This is fun. Yeah, this is fun. This is fucked up is what this is. <laughs> and stop um, drinking during podcasts. Booker T was very good in this match. I thought he's, I enjoyed his trash. I, I liked his trash talking and his uh, athleticism in the match. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, yeah, you already said Stephen Ray does a weird leg drop spot. <laughs> We're going to skip Ray. that. Um, I think Sherry <laughs> took the worst beating in the match more than anybody else she's in this. Sensational Sherry's a trooper. Jesus. Like, gee, like, holy crap. Like, she she takes a, a shot to the face, and she gets thrown over the ropes. She gets power slammed. It's like, okay, jeez. It's like she misses wrestling or something. Yeah. yeah. Are you in the match? <laughs> like, is this a three-on-two or three-on-one that turns into a three-on-two? Um, uh, the Nasty Boys finally like. Can I can I say them winning? You said yeah. they win the titles. Yep. Um, them getting the title win with their as their last opportunity for a title shot. I thought yep. that was cool, and the crowd popped pretty good for it. So that was that was pretty sweet. At least it was it had a good um, had a good ending. Knobs uh, hit a That's spine buster on Booker, and then Sags hit an elbow off the top to pin him. Can he, hit, can he hit a nice elbow drop for once? That was nice-ish for him, I, I guess. guess. It's okay. Like, at least do But you know what? Him. I was impressed with Sags. I was. Like, yeah, his, all right. His bumping and everything, he did well. Um, especially that he had to work half the match by himself. And as a tag team wrestler, you don't generally have to do that. The either. match was just weird. It was It was a, probably the weirdest that they've had. And that's WCW. The, Definitely know. better than the um, the last one. 
I this was their best match they have had together so far, even though not or even Dom's, though one of them wasn't was there, there for five minutes. Half of them. Yeah. So is he the reason why this match is better? Because he was maybe, not there. Maybe. Well, could be. And um, yeah, you got anything else to add there, Dave? Negative. Negative. All right. No negative. Our next match is the. (laughs) (laughs) All right, match is over. All right. Our our next match is the match with no name. He rode on a horse. Oh my god! So let me repeat that: the man with no name versus. (laughs) Yes. That's still a name. Yeah. Did you notice when he came down, though, they didn't have the graphic come up? Like, I thought, like, there'd be scripts saying the man with no name. They didn't, they just didn't have the graphic. So I was like, oh, look at WCW. Continuity. <laughs> Versus Kevin Sullivan in a special grudge match. Why do they call this as if we want to see it? It's special. <laughs> ben? To entice you oh, wait. that you want to see. Kevin Sullivan wins by pinfall at 5 minutes, 24 seconds. Ben, thoughts? Um, well, I kind of like how they just start beating the crap out of each other at the beginning of the match. I'm like, all right. Kind of typical Kevin Sullivan fashion. Just, you know, fisticuffs, fisticuffs. Um, I like the chop spots that they did with each other. That was all right. Um, just... The thing that killed this match was that... Who the fuck was that guy on the TV that was... That was after the match. Yeah, I know, but that's all I can <laughs> Did that really kill the match? Of. That killed the match! <laughs> it was after Okay, I slept through. <laughs> when I woke up... <laughs> was, what the hell am I watching? What the well, hell is that? It was, I don't know what's going on. Well, he's like... He's like, Kevin, I have news about <laughs> Hulkamania. I'm like, okay. It's so, us! But then, but then he goes through the, the crowd... And I'm going, okay, well, where is he? By the popcorn stand? Like, did he page you? You got to meet him there at the front. Like, what is this? I, it was a stupid match. I fucking hate Butcher. Or sorry, the, man, the <laughs> no-name Butcher or whatever is. I hate that guy. The no-name Butcher. <laughs> no-name Butcher. But, I mean, I, I freaking hated this match. It was terrible. Like, don't watch this. It's garbage. Dave. Like, Kevin Sullivan matches are not good. I wish you would have told me this before I watched it. <laughs> Like, fuck. That's some selfish shit right there, man. Slambury had WCW. The writing was kind of on the Can wall Can we just there. skip this city from here on? Nope. Fuck. <laughs> All right. So, Got why the hell is he... Ha- why is he still butchering his tights? <laughs> why did he wear me nuts. plain black pants? It drove me nuts. It, you have no name, but you're advertising butcher. It's like he didn't get the memo. Fucking ridiculous. Or he doesn't understand the concept that you can't have a name if you're a man with no name. Kevin Solomon... Care is probably the most consistently bad wrestler we've watched. It Every he? single match. And can we have a guy that's the same size as Kevin Sullivan, or is he that short? Every person he fights is like a foot taller than him. And he becomes the booker at some point. I hope not. Yeah. Can oh, we no, change he, that? No, he does. Can we go back in time? No, we cannot. Um, Thanos? Can we whoa, say Thanos? Whoa, whoa, you can't. You, back in time? What are you doing? Oh, sorry. Uh... Who would have thought you had a spoiler alert for Endgame on a wrestling podcast? My bad. Listen, we got to um, be better. We just, have to be better. Just as the fans chant, I also found this match very boring. Don't watch it, like Ben said. Did you see the botched jawbreaker? When this the whole sleeper, match was a botch. Well, the sleeper was applied yeah. on Sullivan. That was the weirdest 
fucking thing I've ever seen. Well, the application was even botched. Well, yeah, but, you know. And then and then Butcher's like, ha, I can top that botch. Let me try to do a stinger splash into the corner. <laughs> Miss kind of hit the post, but not, and then fall like a tree trunk. And then Sullivan does the stomp, like a double stomp to his gut. One, two, three. And I'm just and like, what the fuck was that? And then, like Ben said, we have that weird guy on the Videotron cutting a promo. And it's like, okay, you got news about Hulkamania. Can we know? Maybe? No? Okay, Kevin's leaving. He's going to get popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> or a beer. All right. Awful match. <laughs> Our next match of the evening is the Legends <laughs> match. Dick Murdoch versus Wahoo McDaniel. And Wahoo McDaniel wins by pinfall at 6 minutes and 18 seconds. Dave. So, are we watching this in black and white to make these legends portrayed as even older than what they really are? I think so. Can you imagine going backstage to how, they go, how the match looked, guys? Oh, it was black and white. If what? You, uh, if you follow our podcast on, uh, on Facebook, uh, there's a picture of me watching this match <laughs> and not looking impressed um, by it at all. The only so. note I have... <laughs> Is Wahoo hits some nice Wahoo? Wahoo. Wahoo. What did you just say? Wahoo. Wahoo. You're just Wahoo. You're just changing Wahoo. Wahoo. What would Wahoo and Dick Murdoch be called? Wahoo Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Wahoo Dick. Wahoo Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Wahoo Dick. (laughs) Okay. You got it in there. That's what Wahoo Dick said. That's what Wahoo Dick said. Woo! Uh, yeah, he had some nice arm drags. Other than that, this match was really a Boring. bad filler. And then Gordon Soley came on to a guest commentary. Which is that, cool. That was, just that cool. was nice. But it was in black and white. Souple. Souple. Ben, what are your thoughts? Um, I didn't care for the black and white screen. Um, like, like you mentioned earlier, I thought there was actually something wrong with uh, my iPad for a second. <laughs> like, what... <laughs> Apple doesn't have these problems. What's going on? What is this? Um, I mean, Wahoo. Uh, sorry, Wahoo. And <laughs> wahoo. Wahoo, Dick. Wahoo. Wahoo. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. The t-shirts. The t-shirts we can so make. Wahoo, Dick. Wahoo, Dick. Um, Murdoch and Wahoo. Who's the dick? Wahoo, Dick. <laughs> what? Wahoo and Murdoch are legends. <laughs> they help transcend the business just as much as anybody, but this was not enjoyable at all. I mean, just could be done not, with this. Could they not have found jobs no, anywhere else? No, like <laughs> as agents. When, when was, legends, when, was their, when was their prime? Was probably mid eighties. About twenty years after this, or before this. Okay. But like, like last one they were decent was like mid eighties, so it's ten years uh, later. Seventies. <laughs> You're thinking late seventies, so like fifteen I'm years. Never. I've never been a fan of either of them. Have you seen a lot could of matches? Could they not? Yeah. Could they You've not? Have... Wahoo's I've seen Wahoo versus Superstar Billy Graham. All right, all right. Could they not have found? Say it, Jesse. Better. There you go. To do this. No PCs here. I was gonna say younger, but I don't even know if he could. But like, could they not have found better? Legends to have a match. Like, wasn't last year Tully Blanchard versus Terry, Terry Funk. Funk? And I know it was a fucked up match, but at it least they fun. could. But they could go. We also had Zabisco versus someone. 
Yeah, and it's like I don't know. I don't know who you could have. No, Zabisco was bad. That was a bad one. Oh. Not good. Nope. Um Wahoo McDaniel hits Dick Murdoch with a back elbow to win. Devastating. That's it. I'm ending That's this. That's it. End it. Put down all the yellow. Wahoo Dick! <laughs> Ding, ding, Our ding. next match is for the IWGP heavyweight title. We got the great Muda versus Paul Orndorff. Muda is the champion going in, and Muda wins by pinfall at 14 minutes and 11 seconds. 14 fucking minutes, Ben. Okay. Before the match started, I had no clue as to why Orndorff had a title shot or why he even had any business having a title shot. Like, the IWGP. It's, I'm like, it's the elbow. What is that, that sweet elbow he does. Yeah, but I'm like... What? What did? When did he get a number one contendership match? The last time I saw him, he came out to Paul um, Roma. support Paul Roma. Like, it's a work. Oh, okay. Oh, thank you. Okay. Um, the match itself, I thought, was pretty good. A lot of rest spots, but a lot, a lot. Maybe it went a, okay. Maybe it went a little long. <laughs> it was effective. I was resting. Okay. Almost asleep. my eyes. It. We call that sleeping. Yeah, oh, yeah. That then I was sleeping. Okay, <laughs> it did go a little long, but I thought Muda was awesome in the match. I can watch him in matches for hours, like just Muda himself, just, just not wrestling, just doing his shtick, <laughs> minus the wrestles. Okay. Yes, I will give you that. Um, he'll give me that. I thought, he'll give me my, my opinion. Orndorff, I give it to you. I think Orndorff was that bad in this. He carried himself okay, all things considering that he's in the twilight of his career. I know I didn't hate the match. I thought it was decent work. Well, that's your opinion. Can I have mine now? Yes. I'm going to take my opinion now. Okay, so... <laughs> this has been another edition of Dave's a Bitch! Brought to you by Dave being a bitch! I have always <laughs> loved how uh, the Great Muda hits the ropes. It's Muda? Yeah. Not, it's not Muda to you? Muda. No, not, not Muda. <laughs> Only Muda. when this one's something bad. Hey, wahoo! He's going to be called the, the worst Muda. Uh, I've always loved how he hits the ropes with such intensity and he hits it so beautifully. Beyond that, though, the fans want some fast-paced action. They don't want these rest hole matches. We just got done watching two terrible matches. And then we see Paul Orndorff doing rest hold upon rest hold upon rest hold. And then we see the last like minute of the match and that's where all the action is. Oh yeah, Orndorff. Was I like, will whoa, say, whoa, 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 brother! <laughs> no flips, just brother, fists. No flips, just fists. I think a team's going to use that later <laughs> in life. Uh, you could do one flip the entire match. That's all you. And get. I will say though, the moonsault he hit to the end was beautiful. Oh, pretty. Halfway across the ring. You know, it wasn't. He so doesn't pretty? even look. He just goes up and goes. Whoop. You know what wasn't so pretty? Uh, Great Muda's um, shoulder block. What the fuck was that? Right at the beginning of the match. Did you see that shit? Remind me. Oh, he he whipped Orndorff off the rope and then like kind of like bent over like he was gonna do a. Oh, they almost looked like they cracked heads. Yeah, yeah okay, and like yeah, he yeah. got up and they're like, "That was a shoulder block." I'm like, "That is the weirdest fucking shoulder block." That was I've not ever a shoulder seen. block. That is you trying to cover for a uh, fuck up. And then rest hold, I'm on rest hold. The crowd hated this match. They were booing. They didn't. They didn't. It's nineteen. I don't know why this doesn't bother me. This match, it just doesn't. But you might like the 80s style, though. The crowd... Uh, kind of, sort of, but not really. The crowd... I think it was more Muda. I just like Muda. The crowd did not like it. It's 1995. We don't need to see... 
You're going to get one Hogan-style match on the card. <laughs> we don't need to see two. Brother. And we got two Hogan-style matches. That, that did not help. Did not help. Didn't help. Didn't help. This didn't help. Did not timing. help. <laughs> well, he great, finds did his not help the great buttons. Muta. Muta. Our next match is for the television title. We got Alex Wright versus Arn Anderson. Do we got Alex Wright music? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. You do. Spoiler alert, the fans of St. Petersburg don't give a shit about Alex Wright. Uh, Arn is the champion going in, and Arn wins by pinfall at 11 minutes and 36 seconds. Dave. Let's do this! Okay. All the so, fans are in the stands buying their Wahoo Dick t-shirts. Wahoo! <laughs> Wahoo Dick! Uh, great ground moonsault spot by Alex Wright to confuse Anderson. That was pretty fun to watch. Just, just the timing of it all, and Anderson's such a pro. This is a match the fans enjoy. Good spots and storytelling. It's fast paced. They're like, finally, we have a fast paced match. And they only like Arn Anderson. Alex Wright is the <laughs> heel in this match. <laughs> I've always loved seeing the double A spinebuster. However, Alex Wright, I think, was too tall. Because when Arn did the rotation, it looked like Wright's feet was dragging. Yeah. And then he slammed them awkwardly. But nonetheless, I love that spinebuster. I thought it was going to be over there. That's where I thought it was going to finish. But then we actually see the beautiful finish, which I, I'll let Ben and you guys detail that. Ben, I freaking love this match. I love the contrast in styles, the mat wrestling, um, the fact that Wright looked like he actually belonged there with Arn, skill-wise. And both Arn and uh, Wright sold for each other really well. Watch this match. It's a great job. And uh, just one last uh, comment uh, I made specifically for this match. Um, if there was a DVD that they made with the greatest television title matches, the collection, this would actually be on it, I think. And number one television champion is Disco Inferno. Right? We discussed you, this. Yeah, I don't have a Jesse's a Bitch uh, oh. sound thing. but well, That's not nice. You're, you're entering into that area code, okay. though. Disco we don't, we don't want to go into that territory. I mean, I, I like Disco Inferno. I prefer Glengo Birdie. Shut up. Nobody prefers that. I'm gonna put I'm gonna push it, Dave. Uh, Let's yeah. go get our Wahoo Dick t shirt. Uh, it's a good you impact. know what the good thing with this? Arn looked like he actually cared. Wanted to work with him. Where with Johnny B. Bad, he's like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Don't be good with me. Yeah. Yeah. Um so the finish that we're that we all loved. Arn fakes a punch and then Alex Wright ducks. And when he ducks, then Arn hits him with the DDT and spikes him. Oh, that was brilliant. Beautiful. A brilliant spot. Beautiful. One, two, three. Match over. A case of the veteran getting over one on the rookie. Uh, it doesn't bury Alex Wright. No, it's it doesn't just, look like a dumbass yeah, or anything. It's just it's inexperienced. Just, it's inexperienced. Great great job by Arn Anderson. Funny Solid how, match. It's funny how he's inexperienced, but yeah, he's undefeated. Probably the best match on the card. Right? He's, oh. he's inexperienced, but he's undefeated. Easily. Not anymore. He's defeated. He's defeated. That's not Samoa Joe defeated? <laughs> no. Oh, <fuck. laughs> did you win the title? No. Did you lose did, the title? Did so, <laughs> but I didn't get pinned. Yeah, but you didn't win. So you lost. No, I didn't get pinned. Mm, yeah. That's semantics. Okay. Alright. <laughs> Just for Alex, right? <laughs> I came up with so the dance. I know.
next match is the surprise match that the or what did uh, uh, Capetta call it? The bonus match is what he called it. We got Meng versus Road Warrior Hawk, and it ends in a double countout at four minutes and forty one seconds. Ben, ah oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> well, that's right. Yeah, I went first last time. Damn it. <laughs> A whole bunch of no-selling, a whole bunch of stiff shots, and a story that went absolutely nowhere with no conclusive finish. And I'm done. Dave? Mine ain't any better. Um, very confusing match, to be honest. No sell on Driver or Hanging Neckbreaker, but sells on Chops and Strikes. What the fuck? What was the fucking point of this? Like, I know they started... There was no ending to it. In, in was, the main event. There was no conclusion. And I'm assuming there's going to be more story. But I hope not after this. What was the point of this? Like, why did they... Why did Hawk come out in the first place to go after Ming? Because they, they showed it. It made no sense. Like, Ming wasn't attacking anybody. Hawk just came out and was a dick. Ming's like, alright, I'll take dick. Wahoo dick. <laughs> what a stupid match. Just And they just... They both men start brawling on the outside, which leads to the double countdown. I got Ooh. nothing else to say. This sucked. Yeah, you're done. You're done. You're done. Well done. <laughs> Is Big Bubba Rogers versus Sting in a lights out match? What does that mean? Well, traditionally in SW fashion, they usually have their lights go out. Um, so that's why I thought it was, you wrestle till we lose power. <laughs> I'm guessing it's a no or DQ. Or you wrestle with no power. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing it's a no DQ match because little, Sting came out with the table. They so. have like those little minor caps on with the little light bulbs. That's what the wrestling. Why don't they just have a table underneath the ring so we wouldn't have to carry it? You can injure. Low himself. budget, Ben. Low budget. He can injure himself. Sting wins by submission at nine minutes and twenty nine seconds. Dave, this felt like nine minutes twenty nine seconds. Is that what it felt like? Yep. Right. Uh, beautiful job kick by Sting, but that I say to every match because he has beautiful job kicks. I thought it was pretty, pretty good, good back and forth. Good analogy. Good analogy. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good back and forth, but I've seen this match so many times. Yep. That even with the hardcore element, I has didn't care. Has it been that many times? Or it's it been just, that yes, many. Yes, or does it has. Just feel like it? Ever no, since it the triple been. threat with Vader, Big Baba, and Sting, these have fought every pay per view. Yeah, really. They have not stopped. That is true. Yeah, oh, it just keeps going there. and going. Sting hits a beautiful off the top rope diving stinger splash. Beyond that, I didn't care. <laughs> okay, Ben. Let's see what is that right here? Uh, not my favorite Sting match I've ever seen. Uh, nothing special about this match at all. It just kind of felt like it was just one of those, okay, you know, let's just wrap this up. Let's just make this the means to an end. Sting getting his win back and just moving on to a different storyline. Let's just, guys, just go out and give it like a, give it like a four out of ten or something like that. Just get it done. That's what it felt like. There was no, I, there was no emotion to this, I I feel. I thought, I thought this match was solid. Mm. It wasn't. It was? I thought it was solid. Solid bullshit. Whoa, that's cool. Yeah, well, that, that, that's a little I didn't harsh. even know I said that out loud. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you said yeah. that kind of harsh. I'm actually surprised I said it. I'm really sorry. Uh, <laughs> this wahoo dick has uh, gotten in your uh, head and uh, made you crazy. Uh, <laughs> um, Please, Jesse, go on. I'm sorry. I don't I don't know. I'm all, I'm all flustered now after that Touch comment. Touch on guard. I'm so sorry. Mm, interesting. Right, yeah. Welcome to my life when I'm around you, want to. I want to say, though, <laughs> do you not feel like Sting has gotten like the Undertaker treatment in the way that he yep. doesn't get... Great guys to work yep. with. Yep. Nothing against Big Bubba because, like, I do like Boss Man slash Big Bubba. I think he's a good slash worker. the boss uh, slash uh, the no name Boss Bubba slash Guardian Angel. That's right. But Sting, Boss Bubba Angel <laughs> Sting has worked with some shit ass opponents. He's got yep. like the the Taker treatment. You know, it's almost like, we, like they want to see Taker versus Sting eventually. Uh, when's the next Saudi 
Sure. <laughs> um, Sting puts Bubba in the Deathlock and makes him tap, but they don't call it the Scorpion Deathlock, though. No, it's violence. They don't. They don't call it anything. What do they call it? Well, really? Yeah, Bischoff doesn't say what it is. Maybe he didn't know what the fuck it was. Well, Bischoff also. Oh, what? He was a little bit annoying. Was... I, I, I longed for Tony Schiavone. Oh, someone hit a drop kick. <laughs> Bischoff like that was a nice um front kick, double kick. What? <laughs> Fucking drop kick. No, no, it was a front double. Kick. <laughs> I hope Tony Schiavone heals from his neck surgery quick. We can have him back for the next one. We'll just roll him out in his gurney and just yeah. just put a microphone headset on. Okay, bring your IV over here. Okay, we're gonna put your headset on. Okay, go. We just need Bischoff out of here. <laughs> Why are you pointing at me? Give me a sound effect, boy. All right. <laughs> Our main event of the evening is Ric Flair. Daddy. <laughs> Ric Flair's daddy? Ric Flair's daddy. Ric <laughs> daddy. And Vader with, with the enforcer Arn Anderson versus Macho Man Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan with the Renegade. You almost said the Macho Renegade. Randy Man Savage. Macho Randy Man Savage, baby. <laughs> And in a surprise to nobody, LOL, Hogan wins. Hogan and Savage win what? by pinfall at 18 minutes and 57 seconds. That's how long bad. this was? It was a fucking shit show. Tell me your thoughts. Oh, God. Where are they? There it is. All I have to say is, at least the fans were into this and it was, they were responding to this. They're probably drunk at this point. Probably. I would have to be too if I was watching all that crap before. They were, they were into it at the beginning. I think they kind of lost it in the middle. Like, uh, a little bit. I can't believe that Savage took that moonsault from Vader. Yeah. And I couldn't Vader, believe he took Vader that. Vader checked on him? Yeah. You can see Vader like, Shit, man, you're good? be like, okay, brother. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. Like, Jesus. It was um, definitely Vader time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, I just want to say one little thing. Oh, shit. We see the giant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was he supposed to pop out at the beginning there? I don't think he was. Hogan, who the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> they saw Hogan and Savage coming down the ramp, and then somebody appears at, like, at the curtain, and Bischoff's like, who's that ginor- like gigantic man? And they turn around, and you can't see, and he just disappears. And you can see like an attendant come and like push him. I'm like, I don't think he was supposed to come out no. yet. And then, of course, the giant appears later, just standing there with his arms crossed. The probably vintage gonna, big guy pose. Probably going to do a face or a heel turn tonight, I would think. <laughs> The first of many. First of many. Uh, nothing in this match really surprised me. It was uh, even Renegade's running. That didn't the Renegade that pissed me off. Why did he get his own entrance? Why is he there? A lot of questions. Where the fuck is the Ultimate Warrior? He'd be perfect for this fucking shit. Just pay, pay him the man. Just pay him and just make God. him. He doesn't run like Renegade. At least, at least he can run. Fucking shit. Um. Savage uh, kind of jawing back and forth with Vader and slapping him in the face. I'm like, okay, you're kind of worrying me here, Savage. <laughs> Do you not realize how big that man is? Hey, what are you doing, man? Is this a shoot or is this a work here? Uh, no selling by Hogan. Could you guys believe that? There's no selling by Hogan. He just sells All tickets, those baby. Seats, baby. Sells baby. tickets. Seven grand. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty much a boring ass match. Flair was my favorite part of the match. I love that one spot where he gets clotheslined over the rope and then he runs into Hogan's foot 
jumps down the apron, walks down the apron, and just face, and face bumps. <laughs> I that was hilarious. That. I love that spot. Another funny part was was when Hogan hits the big boot, he almost fucking falls. <laughs> Keep on going, Ben. Sorry. Um, that was my last note. Note. <laughs> Newt. That Newt. was my last note. Do you got any notes, Dave? I got, I got notes. Uh, uh, took them long enough to start wrestling. I'm going to get started on those Wahoo right? Dick t-shirts. It took them a long time to start wrestling. What are you talking about? We had some sla- it was like face slapping. like four freaking minutes of them just taunting. I'm like, can we And the Renegade needed his entrance. Uh, I love Flair running into Hogan's big boot in the apron. That was... That the cracked me right fuck, up. that was funny. Why does Hogan go for eye rakes? Because he's... Every single time he goes for offense. <laughs> right to the eyes. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> like, can you guy decide what he's going to wrestle as a heel, face, tweener? You know, you know, like, my, you know what my guy decided? He said, I'm going to earn the most money in this industry, brother. By doing eye rakes. That's right. Every single brother, freaking brother, chance. Brother, 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 There's so many brothers. A whole right? lot of brothers. Uh, they, uh, I didn't really take much notes because I was not liking this match at all. Which is a, which is again usually what you do. Like usually when you don't take notes, you like the match, and now you're just like, uh, fuck um, this match. I don't want to comment is, on this. You know, I no longer call him the Renegade. I call him the Renegade <laughs> because whenever he runs, it cracks me right up. I I was actually watching this pay per view and I was playing the Benny Hill theme song in the background when he was running. <laughs> like it's just such a goof and then his random yelling <laughs> sounds like, more like puking than like, <laughs> Jesus he was useless um, in this match too like every time that Arn would interfere and go into the ring and get cradled by Hogan as he was in the figure four leg lock but that's just what a, a great reversal that's just that was. a whole another can of worms right there um, he was useless like, he'd look at Arn, and then he'd just walk up to him, and he would just stand there and just be, like, all, like, gorilla-like, and be like, here. It's like, well, aren't you going to do something? Well, there's also another spot outside where Vader was attacking Hogan, and Renegade went to go and intimidate Vader. Yeah, good luck with that And one. Vader just, like, stared at Renegade and started punching Hogan, and Renegade just walked past him. <laughs> no, Renegade turned around and grabbed Arn. Yeah. And walked away with well, Arn. I'm like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's like, Vader or Arn? <laughs> Arn. Vader or Arn? <laughs> I'll take the smaller guy. <laughs> and oh, then, okay, you got this one, right, brother? <laughs> yeah, brother. And then, uh, yeah, Vader. Yeah. <laughs> Vader hitting the top rope uh, Vader bomb on Savage. I was concerned. Yep. And then so was Vader. He's like, oh shit, man, I am. I am no, so the sorry. No, salt though that he did. That's I just said. The you top said, rope you Vader said, salt. Oh, you said. Oh, sorry. I thought you said Vader bomb. I thought you said Vader bomb. My mistake. I actually I said Vader bomb. <laughs> I think you did say Vader bomb. But we'll go with me saying that. Anyways, anyways, he checked on Savage's safety because yeah, he's then, like, oh shit. As soon as the match was over, I literally closed the window and went to bed. <laughs> I didn't want to see anything further. What? You didn't, you you didn't watch so much. You didn't watch uh, Angelo Poffo get his legs broken? What? Okay, so, like Ben had said, uh, Hogan puts Flair in a figure four, and then Ard comes in to stop it, and Hogan... <laughs> Reverses him into a small package, and he held it. He held it for like two seconds while the ref was like, "In case the in case our <laughs> listeners are wondering, uh, Arn was not in the match. He cannot be pinned." Um, and, and Arn then, actually got up after. It was just like, um, 
Yeah. Ark <laughs> what do I do up, now? Do I, do I sell? And stupid fucking jacket, and he's like, what the fuck just went on? <laughs> Did Hogan just do a tentacle move? The fuck is yeah, going really? on here? <laughs> Hogan um, has four instead of three moves? What? Hogan is so desperate for a win, he even tried pinning a guy who wasn't even in the match. That's your guy, Jesse. Selfish fuck he is. So much fun. <laughs> I'm going to so pin a guy fun. who's not in the match while doing a figure four on a guy who is in the match. Can, you, that can you blame him, though? Because he won the strap match against Vader by pinning Flair, who wasn't <laughs> in the match. <laughs> Everything just got thrown out the window there. This is Hogan's <laughs> fourth shitty pay-per-view match in a row. Oh, yeah. Well, if you go back oh, to his God. WWF run, it's like the his highlight of tip. the night was Wahoo Dick! Wahoo! <laughs> um, giant appears in the entranceway looking like the giant... Uh, <laughs> fuck's sakes Hogan can't run like you're scared to Sorry. if any person has no idea what the giant looks like due to your description he looks like a giant they know exactly what he looks That's like right. um <laughs> Vader Irish whips Hogan to going into the turbuckle and Hogan's supposed to take it into the chest so Vader can do his Vader splash thing and Hogan like a foot before slows down and kind of like uh, into the corner <laughs> Like, fucking run into the turnbuckle, you goddamn bitch. Like, oh, man. You know, he was my guy. And, and rewatching oh, these papers. was pay- your guy? Rewatching these papers is making it very hard for me to be like, yeah, he's still my guy. Savage, though, can still uh, go pretty good. Like, Warrior is so good, he's not even appearing. That's right. Arn comes off the top and accidentally hits Flair. Hogan then hits the leg drop to win. LOL, Hogan wins. Really? Lots of love. Lols. Really? Labor of love. Too much shit in this fucking Again. match. Again. Again. They, they just clusterfuck the entire thing. Alright, my tool tonight. What? Goes to the <laughs> the <hell did> you <laughs> just say? He doesn't even know. I wasn't even paying attention to what I was saying. Oh my god. My tool tonight is none other than the man with no name except for the name on his tights that said Butcher. That's All his right. name. That's fair. Uh, my performer, I give to Arn Anderson because I just love that finish so much. So much. It just so much. Catapulted. It was amazing. Alright. Um, my overall score. I gave a 3 out of 10. That feels about right. Because that's how I feel. You should get a t-shirt with, with that saying on it. And then Wahoo Dick in the back. Wahoo that's Dick. how I feel. Wahoo Dick. Wahoo Dick. Ben. My prefer... <laughs> <laughs> the fuck you just say? The hell was that? That's, that's going to be on Ben's shirt. My prefer... <laughs> I thought you were going to say my perfume I'm wearing. <laughs> oh, shit. 
My premium 86 pre- episodes, guys, and we still can't get our shit together. <laughs> Take 89. Take <laughs> uh, 89 Wahoo dicks. <laughs> My premier performer, I had to change uh, in the middle of the show because... Oh, yeah, change of heart. That you have a change of heart. You're human. Uh, my premier performer is actually Alex Wright. Oh, that's the right guy. Gotta play the music now. Oh, yeah. Right, uh. You betcha. <laughs> we never, we should never ever have video for this show with Dave doing what he's doing right now. He did the Macarena to it, it was amazing. <laughs> you actually got the moves. I do. You do actually got the moves. You should for do it. the Blue Meanie. My tool of the night no. is Jerry Says because he hit a woman. All right. Well, how are you going to react in the attitude era? We're not there yet. N-E-C-W. <laughs> um, what was your score? <laughs> Should I say You're not scene? wrong. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. What's your score? Um, three out of ten. You trying to rush us right now? No. What's your score, Ben? What's your score? What's your score? What's your score, Ben? What's your score? What's your score? God damn it. <laughs> All right. My performer is Jerry <laughs> Says. <laughs> I can hear that. Jerry Sags. I'm going exact opposite of Ben. You want to fight? No, I don't want to. Fight. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You're, you're, you're. I thought, I thought he bumped, he sold well. Wrong one. Um, it was an entertaining. Not match. for Stephen Ray though. Not for Stephen <laughs> Ray. But you know, when you can't jump from the second turnbuckle and land a leg drop, you don't deserve uh, anything. I, uh, I thought that spot where he punched Sherry. I thought it was a spot in the match. So I was kind of like, I was like, okay, Sherry obviously is okay with sensation of Sherry. You never men, hit a lady. Men hitting her, so there you we never go. hit a lady. She's been hit tons of times. <laughs> she has so many innuendos right now. Yeah, Randy yeah. didn't Randy Savage slap her in WWF? No. Dave and I are both okay. Uh, uh, tool of yeah. the Night, Man With No Name, a.k.a. The Butcher, a.k.a. Dickwad. That's what I'm going to call him. A.k.a. What does Hogan call him, bro? Oh, Brother Brutai. Brother, Brother Brutai, Brother. which makes no sense. Uh, can I change it and give it to The Butcher, too? Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll give it to The Butcher, too. Oh, it's a unanimous. Uh, and I, oh, we have a unanimous score for the first time, I think, in history. Three out of ten. We all scored it the same. That's how we all feel? Because this was garbage. 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 Do I have a garbage? Do I have a garbage? No, but I have this. That's right. Uh, Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hashtag Squared Circle Rewind YYC. Please. Please. (laughs) I I demand it. I demand people to follow us. Jesse will pay you. No, I won't. Each follow, one dollar. We're not giving. Okay. Oh, we're not. Jesse is. We're not um, giving them a dollar for. Thank follow. you, everybody, for listening, and join us when we fast forward to our next rewind. WCW. No. What? No. Great. King of this the is ring. the worst. Fuck this podcast. Great American Bash, nineteen ninety-five, is a week before the King of the Ring. This is a, a legit reaction. I did not tell these guys what the next pay-per-view uh, was. The main event of it is Randy Savage versus Ric Flair with Angelo Poffel in Randy Savage's corner because Flair and Vader, after the main event of Slambury, attacked Angelo Poffel, who was in the crowd. So there you go. Is this the one where they're actually like on the beach? This is like Great outside? American Bash. Oh, Great American Bash. My so, bad. My bad. I don't think so. Flag. 
Um, so that's been our episode this week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, that's it. <laughs> Shut up. Thanks for listening. You all come back now. See ya. <laughs>